But I tell you what, I, I do have something on my heart, very, very strong. And, and it, it was a word that was initially that I took to the hospital to this brother and sister and then to Paul's family as well. Uh, but but it just, I knew it was more because it was one of them spirit of the Lord things. And, and I knew uh, when I delivered it to them that it still burned deep within my soul that it was, that it was, yet, it was yet for, for much more. Uh, and and I'll, I'll not even take up much of your time this morning because it, it really doesn't require a lot of time. But I want to I read a, a, a piece of a story. Well, actually, most of the story uh, from 1 Samuel. It's an Old Testament story, but it's such an awesome story. Uh, I want to read just a piece of that this morning. And, uh, and this, this, this goes beyond even what we're dealing with this week. This, this goes into really what we as the body of Christ, and especially, you know, a lot of us at this church, that we've been going through for a, really a year or two. We, we've been in a season, and, and anybody that's been here for a couple years know that we've been in a season of a fight. We really have. There's been this one thing, and, and I'm not going to try to name it all because there's no use. We all know. We all know what we have dealt with. There's people here, even this morning, still dealing with, with effects of various things. I can point you out, look you in the eye, and I know you're still you're still fighting something that's been going on for a couple years now, and Abby even this week as well, and so much, much, much more. And even us personally, some of us personally, we went through some of the hardest things this last three or four months that we've ever went through. And I feel like I feel like that this, this, this word goes, like I said, I don't want you to think that, that this word was just out of this week, but I think it was this was a word uh, that, that this week kicked in gear. This, this, that, 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 that was the primer that, that brung the fire. That, that you get to a place to where it just evolved in my spirit to where that I said, I said, that's it. I, I, told, I told someone that I, I've, been, I've been waiting for the Lord's word on some of this. And I feel like, I feel like this is it. So I want to read this Old Testament story to you really, really quick. First uh, Samuel chapter 11. And then I want to share with you what the Lord's put upon my heart. First Samuel chapter 11. And I'm... I'm not going to try to read back there because I'll get, I'll get into the giddy-up, Adams, hardware, mining, and supplies. And, and that's not in this story. That's not in this story today. But uh, you can follow along if you want with me as I'm going to read from, from my Bible here. It says this. It says that, that then Naash, the Ammonite, came up and encamped against Jabesh Gilead or, or some of the children of Israel. And all the men of Jabesh said unto Naash, because they were fearful. I want you to get that. They were fearful because it's this big army, and they're a small, kind of a small group of people, uh, although they were hooked, to, connected to the, to the people of Israel. This particular group was a smaller group, and they said, they said, that they said to their enemy, make a covenant with us, and, and we'll serve you. They, they, just, they were just afraid of the consequences. So we'll serve you. And they asked the Ammonite, listen to what he said. Answer them, on this condition. Here, how many of the enemies always got a condition? He said, on this condition will I make a covenant with you. And he says this, that I may thrust out or put out or gouge out all your right eyes. Man, that's graphic, ain't it? And, 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 and it'll lay it for a reproach or a disgrace or a shame upon all of Israel. So the elders of Jabesh, how many know, how many know you've got to have a board meeting after you get something like that? <laughs> yeah. We're not, just going to, we're not going to be impulsive on that, are we? No. So, so that, like, they have a board meeting. The elders of Jabesh said unto, said unto him, give us seven days and to, to respite or to, 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 to reply that we may send messengers. And this, this was kind of 
under under the under the, the, the thought of why we need this time, that we may send messengers into all the coast of Israel. And that then if there be not no man to save us, that's what the elder meeting had come up. If there's nobody, well then we will we will have to it does have to be. We'll have to serve them and allow this to come to pass. Then came the messengers to Gibeah of Saul. Saul, Saul just being appointed king, of course. Then came the messengers to Gibeah of Saul and told tidings in his ears to the people. And the people lifted up their voices and wept, wept. And behold, Saul came after the herd. He was out with the cows, the, the, the sheep, whatever, come out of the field. And listen, and, and, and Saul said, what aileth? The people, sometimes you hear exactly what God wants you to hear. Sometimes what you hear is God setting us up for what he wants us to move on. Listen, listen. So, so, so he said, what aileth the people that they weep? And they told him the tidings. They told him that what everything had went on with Naash. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul. The Spirit of the Lord. When he heard these things. And listen, and his anger was kindled. Kindled. We, we need a Holy Ghost kindling. My speech, my message this morning might inspire you for an hour or maybe until this evening. But if the Holy Ghost will come and kindle, it will last a lifetime. So that's what I'm desirous of this morning. So he was kindled greatly. Now listen to what he did. And he took the yoke of oxen that he had. And listen, he hewed, he went, he went looking. Semen would have been crazy. Some of y'all think God asked you to do weird things. Some, some of you are bothered or, or, or fret over having to go across to the gas pump and tell somebody about Jesus. Saul hewed up, took a sword out. And began to just hew, whack, and hack into pieces. I can imagine my neighbors, if, if my neighbor that lives across the road would see me out in the field one morning, he would probably think, well, that must have got out. <laughs> Whacking and hacking. They, he would think, that he is crazy. He would call the police. Now, we need to take him somewhere. But he whacks and hacks into pieces. And listen, and he sent them throughout all the coast of Israel by hands of messengers saying, Whosoever cometh not forth after Saul and after Samuel, so shall be done to his oxen. All the farmers said, Thank many, is he? <laughs> Amen. 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 And so the fear of the Lord fell upon all the people, and they came out in one consent. And, and, and when he numbered them in Bezik, and the children of Israel were 300,000. How many know that, that some come to fight with him? Saul said, come fight with us. Come fight with us. 300,000 showed, Abby, we've come to fight with you, wherever she's at. 
She's not there now, but Abby, we've come to fight with Philip Crystal. Dave, Lisa, we've come to fight with you. Donnie, Bobby, whoever else is in this place, we've come to fight with you. And they said unto the messengers that came, Thus shall be, thus, thus shall ye say unto the men of Jabesh Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun be hot, you shall have help. And the messengers came and showed it unto the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out unto you, and it shall do with us all that seemeth good unto you. And as it was so on the morrow that Saul put the people in three companies, and they, they, they came into the midst, into the host of the morning watch, and slew the Ammonites until the heat of the day. And it came to pass that, that they that which remained were scattered, that so that the two of them, there were no two left together. And the people said to Samuel, who is it that was against you, against, against Saul, that, that said he should not reign over us? Bring them unto me and unto us, and we'll put them to death. And, of course, Saul, Saul said, there shall not be a man put to death to this day, for this day the Lord has worked or wrought salvation in Israel. Now, listen. Then said Samuel to the people, come and let us now go to Gilgal, and let's renew, let's renew the kingdom there. And all the people went to Gilgal, and there were... There they made Saul before the Lord uh, in Gilgal. They, Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. And there they sacrificed sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Amen. I'm going to ask Brother Angle to bless our word this morning. Lord, take this story, yes. magnify it, and glorify it in the midst of as we worship you this morning, let Pastor have the liberty that he needs and desires. In Jesus' name, we call it done by faith. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Angle. Thank you. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord the glory this morning. Lift him up. Amen. 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 You can go back to verse 1, if you would, for just a, a minute, Kayla. And, and I want to share with you a thought this morning about really holy defiance. Uh, about holy defiance, and I got a bunch of little spare notes, so don't, don't worry. It, it's not as much as it th looks like, but I just want to have them there in case I want to look up a scripture or go somewhere real quick. But I want to talk to you about holy defiance, and, and I want to talk to you really, really about define the enemies of our soul. Define the enemies of our soul. I want you to think about that a minute, because really that's, that's what this story was uh, all about. Verse 1, verse 1 it was this Naash the Ammonite. And of course, the Ammonites had been long been the age-old enemy of the Israelites. They, they had troubled them from all the way back as children of Israel trying to move through the land and, 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 and taking food and water from them and troubling them. All through the land, they had been an age-old enemy. And Naash, by the way, I want you to get this. Naash uh, uh, is rendered or, 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 or can be defined or can mean the serpent. I want you to think about that. The serpent. The serpent. Na the serpent. The serpent. Naash. The serpent, uh, coincidentally, uh, part of who he was. And uh, I want you just to think about that. I want you to think about it. He comes. He comes to bring fear. He comes to bring fear upon 
all this little group, this smaller tribe, this smaller group of dwelling in, in Jabesh Gilead. He comes to bring fear. I, I just want to tell you something this morning. This whole story is really geared around just a couple thoughts that I want to bring out anyway. I'm sure it's probably uh, much more as it, the story is deeper in the section. But here in the beginning, it, it's, really, it's really driven off of a couple things. And, and, and one of the first things is this, that, that, that he comes uh, uh, really in an attempt an attempt that's to, to, to drive them uh, by fear, to surround them and, and to fret them and, and to worry them. How I many of you have an enemy that tries to bring fear in such a way to bring even what he, we see? We see that we see why in this story to bring to bring compromise to, for the for these these children of Israel for this little group of people would would surrender submit. To, 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 to even compromise with, to, to compromise even with the servant, if it will loosen, leave, alleviate some of the pressure, if you will. He comes and he gives them this one condition. He says, there's, there's this one condition. Uh, we, we will, driven, they were driven by fear to seek for relief. Do you understand that? Do you know what it's like sometimes to be driven by fear, trying to find relief? And sometimes as ludicrous as it sounds, we, we sometimes entertain even compromise or, or entertain some halfway point or some back down or some slow down or, or, or some, some way to, to, to ease off a little. Have you ever been in that place where you're so hurt sometimes you just say, if I just back off, it'll help. If I just slow down, if, if I don't be so radical... It'll help maybe. Well, that's kind of what was going on. So, so the enemy, the serpent, Naash, he replies and says, I give you this one. I just want to tell you something. Anytime you deal with the enemy and he gives you, even if it's one condition, it's going to be way too costly. It's going to be way too costly. You're not going to be. It's going to cost more than you're ever going to want to really pay. It might seem reasonable. It might seem like it's okay, but it's going to, cost, it's going to be too, too costly. The serpent comes, the serpent comes, and his one, his one condition is to put out the right eye. Now, that might not seem very much to you, but historians and, and even Bible scholars, the, the whole point of this right eye being put out was, was to, to render them ineffective in warfare, in fighting. Before, in, in historical times or in biblical times, in, in older times, they carried the shield over their face and over this part with nothing but their right eye to guide them with. I want you to think about that. Naash, the serpent, this, it all boils down right here. I just want you to hear this, church. I want you to hear this no matter what's going on even. No matter what's going on, not with here or there or there or even what's coming. I'm going to tell you the whole thing boils down is that the serpent wants your fight. He wants to surrender your fight. He wants to sur you to surrender your will to fight. Your heart to fight. Your passion to fight. Amen. The drive to fight. The desire to prosper, to win for God's glory. He wants, he wants you to surrender that. And he, says, and, he says, and he says, I will back off if you'll surrender the fight. I told you it's way too costly. It's 
It's way too costly this morning. He wants to take the right eye so they'll surrender their power that they might lose, lose their ability to fight. I wonder if they didn't hear that even this morning, someone who really can identify with what I'm talking about. Have you ever, have you ever sometimes maybe surrendered the will to fight? Amen. I'm going to tell you, we've come to get the fight back. Hey! Yes! We've come to get... Hey! Glory! I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold myself in just a tap so I don't burn down before I get there. But we cannot surrender this will to fight, the power to fight. I like... The way this story goes, they asked for seven days. I, I thought about that. Sometimes, and that's kind of where I've been. I've been in this I, until Wednesday. Sometimes when you don't know what to do. You ever been there where life and things are in such a tailspin, such a, such a, such a whirl, and, 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 and there's darkness, and, and, and the instruments that you used to use is not working, and, 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 and familiarity of your environment is no longer the same it's, it's like that spatial confusion and, and, and you, you can't even try you're not sure where the sky is you're not sure where the ground is and you're really in a bad place you're really a bad place to make a decision and I like what they did they, they, they took them and th- th- though for whatever the reasons I don't know I, I'm assuming I like it because I'm here with them I've done this many times give me a few days yeah, they asked for seven days. I told Brother Marks this week, I said, I, sometimes when I don't know what's going on, don't know what to do, don't know what to say, I just don't say nothing. I, and I, I, I know exactly what's going on in this picture. For seven days, they, they, they said, just, just let, us, let us be still. And, and I take it to be waiting on the Lord. Maybe someone's there today. Maybe you're just waiting on the Lord. But that's what I want. I want His word for the next step. <laughs> yes, I told. I, I want that preceding word. I want what I know. All this book is good. Every bit. There's nothing in this a lie. And it's full. It's full of life. It's full of everywhere in here. Full of life and grace. And surely it nurtures us from wherever we can fl- fl- fling it open and draw. But I-, I tell you what I want. I want the word that proceeds from the mouth of God for my life in this particular season. I need that. I need that. I need that Abraham, that Abraham-like talk with God. Shall I take the lad? Take the lad. But I also want to be able to hear him when he says, Harm not the lad. Harm not the lad. I want to hear that. I want to be able to hear that. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he yet speaks. And he speaks clearly, even in the midst of confusion. <laughs> Amen. And God, God's at work. God's got people where he needs them to be. I don't know how all that always works, but God's got people where he needs them to be. He's got a, he's got a man named Saul. I know some of you look at him in a negative light maybe, but in this particular story, it was a very good thing. Amen. How many know that sometimes very good things can go wrong? 
That's why you better listen for the voice of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, so he's, got, he's got Saul right where he wants him. He's got him in the field with the cows. And he's got his people weeping. That's where we've been. I'll just be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. Up till Wednesday, uh, even through Wednesday night, that's where I was at. I was at a place of weeping. I say, hey, there's a season for all things. There is a time to weep. And there's a time to war. Amen. Amen. It's the truth. It's the truth. And, and up, up through Wednesday, that's where I was at. Up through Wednesday night, that's where I was at. Up through Wednesday night. And Thursday morning, I got up. And thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. And the Lord put a holy defiance. That's where I'm at this morning. That's where it'll, I feel like I will stay now. I feel like this, this, I feel like this is part of the mantle. You know what I'm saying. A holy defiance. To stand and to fight. Refuse to take the conditions of the enemy. Refuse to give in to all of his schemes. All of those things that bring death and destruction and, and theft. Refuse to give in to any of that. And to defy it. Are you the children of God? He's given within us through his word a holy defiance. Yes. To defy it. Amen. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, to defy it. To fight against it. Amen. 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 I like this story. He says that he was, he was, they were there weeping. He says, what's wrong with these, these people? What aileth them? And of course they told him the conditions and the things that were going on in the spirit of the Lord. And that's what it's going to take. That's what I say, inspiration. You might get a rah-rah speech, and you might be here getting a rah-rah speech this morning. But if that's all you're getting, it probably won't last you till this evening. But if the Spirit of the Lord falls in this place, and you open your heart, your life up to it. Matter of fact, you desire it, you cry for it, you seek it, you go after it with all this in you. And you get the Spirit of the Lord. I'm going to tell you something right now. It will take the Holy Ghost of God to bring some of our blood to a bull. To kindle, to kindle in us any, any hope of defiance. Any hope to stand on his truth and tell the devil, no, that's a lie. To deny, to defy the lie. I, they ought to be somebody in this house to say, I'm going to defy the lie of Satan. I'm going to have a holy defiance against the lies of the Satan and the serpent. What he says. Amen. Because he is a liar. To stand strong. It'll take the power, the script, the power. Sometimes the baptism of fire is what we need. 
Yes. I know we got a view of a, of a baptism of the Spirit, but I'm going to tell you, sometimes we need the fire. Sometimes we forget the story with the tongues of fire and baptize in the fire. Sometimes it's in, in our greatest sufferings. Sometimes it's in our greatest struggle. Sometimes it's in our greatest pain. Baptism of fire. And that the Spirit of God will stir in us. And raise a defiance. Holy. And true. And passionate. To where even, to where even death doesn't matter in your own being. But you'll die in this rather than give in, rather than compromise, rather than to believe the lie. I would die first. That's what we need in our, our hearts. That's what we need kindling in us this morning. That's what Abby needs to go down our Tuesday with, with Philip and Crystal. That we're going to defy this. No matter, we don't deny it. We don't deny it. Now, we don't deny it, but we're going to defy it in the name of Jesus Christ that we are yet healed. And no matter, no matter what comes, we're going to defy it to death, even of our own life. I believe that. That's how you overcome the dragon. By the blood of the Lamb, word of their testimony, and they love not their life unto death. Defiance, not giving in, a great kindling, a great stirring, a great stir in their heart, bringing, bringing a, blood, a blood to boil, stirring in the life, inspiring. He was so stirred, he hacked. He hacked these oxen. He hacked them, and he hacked them. And the little bitty, and then I guess it was their, their version, if you will, of, 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 of Facebook or of Snapchat. As he sent them, I don't know. He sent them all around the coast. We could do it quicker now. But I guarantee you, it, was, it got their attention. It's little hunks, little hunks of, of sirloin. I can't have it. Me and Cindy, we went out to eat Friday night uh, before we come to, to see y'all guys. And, and we went, went to one of my favorite places. We had a gift card because it's way too expensive for me to go there. <laughs> it's only Montano's. When, whenever, whenever we have gift cards, we go to Montano's. And we had one, and we used every bit of it, too, and a little bit more. And she got this, 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 I don't know what it was, a New York piece of a New York strip. And it wasn't very, it was just a hunk. And I, I come to my mind, I, that, that's what Saul, you know my mind. I said, that's what Saul sent around telling her. But she had, I hadn't talked to her much. I said, right there is what Saul sent all around the coast of Israel. And she looked at me and went, huh? I said, never mind, eat your steak. Just eat your steak. Just eat your steak. But it was to get the, hey, it was to get the attention and to arouse 
a folk that needs to fight. There's a hack. How many know? How many know we need that? We need, we need sometimes. I want you to hear this. This is where this message is going. Sometimes, sometimes we just need one man or one woman inspired by the power of the Holy Ghost to rise up in action and to start an army of 300,000. One man hacked his beef into little pieces. Don't you think you're little in this place this morning? Don't you think we're a little church in this big world this morning? All it takes is one. One to stir 300,000 to bring an army. We need an army. And that's why we need Holy Ghost kindled people. Because you'll never influence them with wisdom. You'll never influence them with rah, rah, rah. You'll never influence them with positive living, with positive vibes. You'll never influence them. It'll take the Holy Ghost to kindle. To kindle it. And it just takes one to bring the action of many. I believe that today. Somebody, 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 under a divine energy and a zeal and a fervency to fight. I tell you, we, we, we need to fight. Not for just what happened this week, but what's been happening. And not just for what's been happening, but for what lies ahead. Tomorrow. If you don't remember, we was gathered just like this last Sunday. And we knew not. We knew not. So today, I urge you to get that fervor that only will come from Him. Today, we will not hack no oxen. I know we won't. We'll not hew any oxen into pieces. But there must be some kind of spiritual action energized by the Spirit of God. Something that stirs, something that moves to keep us from compromising in any way. I want to tell you something. The Spirit has not been exhausted there's yet more. There's yet more power. He's not worn out. He's not like me. He's still full of great treasure. He's still full of mighty power. We will be strengthened by the might of that power. We shall. And we will. But it's going to... If there is no hacking, some spiritual work, some spiritual action, something that moves, some sheer act maybe this morning of defiance. I'm just going to tell you, the body of Christ has got to find the energy and the spirit to defy all that's going on in this world. Holy defiance. To fight. Come fight with us. You need to tell your friends, come fight with us. 
And I'm not talking about just coming to this church now. I had to clarify that a little yesterday. It's not about just coming. No, no. It's about joining this war. Fighting against the serpent's demand to lay down or surrender their fight. To be disgraced. This is so important. You got to fight. You got to fight. What's the Bible tell us? We need to fight this good fight. It's a good fight. Did you hear me? You're looking for a good sheet on my. It's a good fight. This is a good fight. There's no better fight this morning. But the things that are even connected with that are so important because if you don't fight the good fight, you'll never finish. You'll never finish. There's a, how do you expect to finish lest you fight? You, you'll not finish. Paul said, Paul said, I fought the good fight. I finished my course. How will you ever finish your course unless you take up the good fight? How shall you? How shall you get to the end? You won't. When you surrender your fight, you will not finish the course God has for you. But this is the most important thing. I know the enemy wants you to compromise. I know the enemy wants us to compromise. He wants us to surrender our fight. And then he says, you can just go on about your way and live your life and, and whatever. But I'm going to tell you something. My Bible tells me that you, you fight the good fight. You, you finish the course. And, and this is the most important thing. You keep the faith. You better hear that. You better hear that. Because if you don't fight... You'll never keep the faith. You won't keep the faith without fight. You can't, you can't surrender and keep the faith. No way. You might reside over here somewhere in the corner. But when you lose the fight, you've lost faith. And I'm just going to say something. You can lose a lot of things today. You better hear me good. You can lose, you can lose, you can go throughout the rest of this life and go on into eternity without a lot of things. But you can't lose, you better keep the faith. You better. You might lose your reputation, but keep the faith. You might look like a lunatic over here. Define all the culture and all the society, and they might mark you as a radical and as a weirdo and as stupid and all sort of thing. But I'm gonna tell you what, you still got your faith. Yes, you still got the faith. They might mark you and they might laugh and they might poke jump on at you and they might nobody even respect you in the culture around, but you got the faith, baby. You still got it. You might lose money. You might lose time and energy. You might, you might, you might lose a lot of things. You might lose a lot of a lot of sleep. But keep the faith. Keep the faith. Above and to do that, you've got to fight. You can't surrender it. I come to tell somebody, you can't surrender it. I know it's been grueling. 
I know it is like that Rocky movie. Oh, it goes with that dated stuff again. The kid says, who is Rocky? But it's true. You've got to keep the faith. And to keep the faith, you're going to have to keep fighting. No matter, you might look like you're losing. You might look like you're losing. But I'm going to tell you something. As long as it looks like you're losing and you're still keeping the faith. Come on, girl. Hey, come on, sister. You might look like you're losing, but as long as you keep the faith. Hey, hey. You got the faith this morning. You pulled an act of defiance showing up here this morning. You defied the enemy. The enemy said, it's no use. Just stay. They And you defied him. And you marched yourself up in this house and defied the lies, the lies of the enemy. Bless her, Lord. Yes. 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 Keep the faith. Keep the faith. My God, I might just blow up. I'm far enough along in the message now, I can just go on and burn down, I think, and just let her rip. Your girls, come on, because we fixing to do something. Hey! Hey, these girls are keeping the faith. They're keeping the faith. They define... You defined the enemy this morning. Lisa, David, Brother Angle, we, we defined it. Down there Tuesday, you go off in there. It don't matter what the, you go on, you go on and brag on Jesus down there. You go on in there. And if they tell you, they tell you, they tell you up in the operating room before they start that you're going to be all right. You go on and you tell them. You tell them, you know I'm going to be all right. The Lord is my God. The Lord is my Savior. And Jesus is his name. You keep the faith. You keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. You can lose it all, but keep the faith. Keep the faith, y'all. Keep the faith. Whatever you do. Define. Define. We're going to define. We're going to refuse this morning to be discouraged. Did you hear me? My God, I'm finishing. We're going to refuse to be discouraged to inaction. The enemy will not discourage us to inaction. We refuse. We defy that. We will against overwhelming odds of this life and human inability. We're still going to stand there strong. As long as Jesus is strengthening us, we're going to defy every ounce of it. We're going to refuse. Hey, we're going to refuse. He's going to bring us to a ball of righteous anger, the dark the dark forces behind it is all going to have to move. Amen. Amen. We're going to define and refuse to doubt. To doubt. We're not going to doubt God's goodness, His sovereignty, His love, His control. Though it may look like everything's in a whirlwind, we defy doubt. We defy doubt this morning. We know God's got it. We might not be able to make sense of it in our own finite minds. 
But God, my God in heaven, but God, God, God's got it. God's got it. I refuse this morning to doubt his goodness. To doubt, I'll not get suckered in to this culture's idea of relative truth. Oh no, oh no, I stand on thus saith the word of the Lord and what the Most High God has said. I stand on that today in the power of His name and the blood of His work and the glory of His kingdom and all the promise of His coming. And every bit of it will not, will defy it. I'll not doubt I'll not doubt anything he's doing. I'll not doubt what's going on. I'll defy and I'll, re- I'll not doubt. I'll, not, I'll, I'll, I'll deny and, and come against every part that tries to say God's not sovereign in any way. I'll be like Job if I have to. And everything around me, everything around me, seemingly gone, everything around me, and this is how I'll defy. When it gets like that, there ain't but one way to defy it. You stand, you know, you know when you like Job and you think everything, there's only one way to defy it. That's when you climb up on that ash pile. You climb up on the ash pile in the midst of everything. The ashes. Everything that's gone. And you say, though you slay me, I'm going to trust you. You defy it by being faithful. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to be. I tell you, every time, every time that, that, that Satan tries to come against his sovereignty and tell you God's not good, even if you've got nothing but an ash pile, you climb up on it and be faithful. You be faithful. You be faithful. War! You be faithful. You be faithful. Defy him. Some of you this morning. You can defy him by rejecting all the alluring temptation. That's, def- that's defying the enemy and his lies. You that's got temptations going on in your life, even today, and I know there is, you defy him. You, you, you come fight. You get that holy kindling from God. And you say, this is a lie. This pleasure you're offering. This age old back to the garden lie is a deception. And I defy it by not falling into it. I push it back. I push it back. I got to shut up. I told you, I told the Lord, I said, I'm just overwhelmed. Here's what I want to do this morning. I thought about this song. I thought about this song. I thought. I can't. It's, been, it's, it's become part of my war cry. I believe it's become, become part of my battle. It's become, become. It's part of what's going on in in my heart. This church's life. I thought, you know what, Lord? I told the Lord early in the week. I said, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna sing that song again, till she comes back. That's what I said. I said, we ain't gonna sing that. You know what the Lord said? Defy the enemy. Defy. Don't you allow him to steal that song. Die. Don't you allow him to steal that song. Don't you allow him to take ground. I defy the ground he tries to steal. 
He says, you call them girls. You call them girls. You tell them, Sunday morning, altar service, sing that song. Sing that song. To sing that song. Sing it. Defy the enemy. Defy the enemy. Sing that song. But these girls are brave. They're brave. They've agreed to defy the enemy. Not allow him to have this ground. It's God's ground. It's holy ground. It's his. I believe they're going to hack the oxen into pieces this morning. Y'all are going to hack the oxen in pieces. We're going to send it all around. It's going to be sent all around in this place. And these people in this place, it's going to be like Saul. The Holy Ghost is going to come in this place. I prophesy now. The Holy Ghost is going to come in this place. He's going to kindle a fire. Kindle a fire. Only that he can. Oh! Sheet up. Hey! Going to kindle a fire. Yes! That's the response right there. Right there. They ought to be more. Kindle a fire. Kindle a fire. Yes. Yes. Yeah, kindle a fire. Kindle a fire. Hey! Kindle a fire. Kindle a fire. And I'm going to open up this altar for anybody who needs to defy, to defy the serpent this morning in any way. Maybe there's somebody here this morning that's lost, and you want to defy the serpent. And bring your life and submit it here at this Gilgal to the King. And give your life to Christ. Or maybe you're here this morning and you've been away and you've lost your fight. Today you decide, you know what, I'm going to get my fight. I'm going to defy the enemy. I'm leaving this place. I come in whooped. I come in, I come in surrendered. I come in beat down. I'm going to leave this place fighting. And it ain't cause the preacher hype me up. It's cause the Holy Ghost baptized me in fire this morning. <laughs>